Ahlan wa sahlan ya jamana. Welcome back to Genevieve Girl Talks. We've made it to season two, and I am so excited to be back on the airwaves and just reconnect with you all. Yes, so, um, yeah, I know the last just several months have just been extremely challenging um, with all the changes and things happening in the world. So I just want to send all of you some love, no matter which part of the world you're at. And um, I hope that you're staying safe and, you know, taking good care of yourself and um, keeping your spirit fed with just good things. I know it's not easy, um, but I do wish you um, all the best and sending you lots of strength uh, during this time. So yeah, if you listened to the last um, episode in season one, then you knew that we took a little short break and we'll be back in the spring. So I'm just really excited to uh, be back with season two. We have a lot of good things in store and I'm so excited um, to share them with you when the time comes. Um, Yeah, so today I want to talk about the importance of uh, visual representation. Yeah. And I think I also want to talk about Shartana. Shartana al al just beautiful day. Like we gotta talk about this. Um yeah, those two things have just been kinda weighing on my mind and I thought I'd share them with you. Um in terms of uh uh vision boards um First of all, if you made a vision board recently, um, congratulations to you because it is not an easy feat. Um, The last one that I made was probably about, I'd say, maybe five years ago. It has to be five years ago. And um, I've I've been wanting to make one ever since, but, you know, just really lack the motivation to do so. So, um... In January, I started working on one, and that operation quickly came to a halt. And uh, last month, I picked it back up again, and I was able to finish it. So that was just an amazing experience. If you've ever finished a vision board, you know how um, how good it feels to just finish one. And for those of you who may not know what um, a vision board is... It really is just a visual representation of uh, things that you want to accomplish, things that you want to have, uh, places that you want to be. It's really just putting an image to your goals and your dreams or your hopes, right? And that manifests in either, let's say, like a picture that's on your wall or let's say um, you get a a board, a, a construction board, and you put a collage together and you place it in a place that's visible to you um, every day, bathroom, kitchen, bedroom. Um, so yeah, it's people usually make um, vision boards to just uh, kind of keep them on track for things that they want to accomplish or uh, dreams that they want to see come true. Um Because, you know, to be honest, sometimes we write down lists and we don't always go back to that list and and cross things off. Or sometimes lists could just seem overwhelming. So um, vision board is for people who are uh, more uh, visual, leaning towards the visual um, aspect of learning or doing things. But um, 
Nevertheless, I uh, I finished my vision board after after just like about 60 days of procrastination. And it was a great feeling. It was a great, great feeling. And I wanted to share with you all um, some some things that uh, that happened of out of creating this vision board. So on this vision board, I put that I would uh, get my real estate license, um, which is something I've been working on for about I'd say the last maybe three years. And so I put it on my vision board and um, came up with a plan to study, and um, I achieved that goal. So it was it was a great it is it is still even a great feeling. Um, but one thing I did that I wanted to share with you guys is on my phone, <laughs> the wallpaper of my phone. I changed the wallpaper on my phone to say, "I will study." Um, for my real estate exam, I will pass my exam. So I literally made a meme uh, <laughs> and made that the wallpaper on my phone. So anytime I picked up my phone, I would see it right there. When I was in my bedroom, I would see the vision board. So I was constantly being reminded of that goal, you know? And I think there's something to be said about the subconscious mind and how it works, right? Because even when I pick up my phone and let's say I'm going on social media or YouTube or something and I'm not even thinking about studying for my exam, just my eyes catching a glimpse of what's on the wallpaper, it's sending a message to my brain like, okay, like, okay, you're, you're going to pass your exam. You need to study for your exam. So I guess in many ways, I really understand now why they say the you know the human beings are very much like computers not in the sense that we're robotic but you see like you could be on the computer and you could be using a particular um software and have no other window up there are other softwares running in the background that you don't you can't even see right and sometimes i i i i feel like human beings are that way you know, there's there's another program running in the background that we don't even see. And, you know, that's, I guess, what the psychologists call our subconscious mind, right? And the things that we do could feed our uh, subconscious mind, things that we do, things that we see, things that we hear. So we're constantly being stimulated in many ways that we just don't even know about. So, um... Yes, I wanted to share that with you. So if you have a goal that you want to tackle, if you have a dream that you want to achieve, and of course we're talking, let's just say something short term, right? Um, definitely um, give yourself visual representations, whether it's on your phone or a photo that you can put somewhere that you look at every day, something on your fridge, in your car, you know, and um, test it out. Test it out and see if, if that helps you achieve that goal you know um for me it worked and i'm just i'm so grateful <laughs> i'm so 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 grateful which is why um i'm just sharing that with you all in hopes that it would help you too um so yeah so that's that's my little take on vision boards and let me know what you guys think are visual representations are they important is it just a superstition um, let me know how you guys, uh, feel about, uh, visual representations and what you think. So yeah, moving, 
right along, I want to have an honest conversation about Shartana. (laughs) I really do. And it's probably a subject that's going to uh, require more than one episode because it's very, very, very complex. Um, But I think that um, it's important. It's important to talk about, especially since we've been having conversations around self-love, right? And an epiphany that I had recently is there is there are levels to this right <clears throat> to where self love if we're if you're talking about let's say a degree you know you have undergrad then you have masters then you have phd um self love which is really uh synonymous with self actualization to me that is like the phd level of things right but before that you have to get your undergraduate and you have to get your masters And what I'm starting to realize is that undergraduate level is really self-like, you know, you actually have to like yourself in order to love yourself, you know, and I found this to be true and evident for me, right? I can say that as a young black woman, I haven't reached that self-actualization that phd level of self-love you know and that obviously that's the goal for a lot of us we want to love ourselves and um some of us like how we look right and we mistake that for loving ourselves right i think most women would be like yeah i look good i'm bad i'm yes 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 girl you should feel absolutely confident and feel empowered and feel sexy and all those things right but feeling that way about yourself isn't always equivalent to self-love right self-love isn't um tangible it's nothing you can't even you can't even touch it per se right and i think it's more deep-rooted sort of like a tree you could see the fruits of the tree but you can't even see, you can't see the roots of the tree. No one can see the roots of a tree, the deep, deep roots of the tree. And that really is where self-love lives, you know, loving our inner child, um, coming to terms with our past mistakes. Um, all of those things are a part of self-love and it really is a journey. So, so yeah, so we're talking about um, starting off at the undergraduate level, which is really self-liking. You know, um, there was a point in time where I thought I was like, I would talk down on myself and, you know, just say bad things to me about me. And those things are not good when it comes to liking yourself. You know, you got to start with liking yourself. So that's really um, where I am right now. So the reason why that's important when it comes to talking about our hair is black, the black woman, black people in general have been taught to not like their hairs we've been told our hair is ugly we've been told it's unacceptable we've been told that you know to get a job we have to wear a wig and then when we get the job you know we could take the wig off and show our fro in the office and things like that so really and truly it's it's a it's a really really complex um issue that um definitely definitely requires more discussion 
Um, but the reason why I really uh, thought to speak about this today is because recently I um, came to learn about a story of a woman who um, who felt very discriminated against um, by the quote-unquote natural hair community. Um, she's of darker complexion. She has way more kinkier curls. Um, uh, you know, she has very, very kinky curls. And so she experienced a situation where, um, she was very like talked down on, made fun of, told very, very mean things online, um, because of the way that she chose to wear her natural hair. And so, um, she decided to talk about this and she basically was saying like, yo, like I thought this is a natural hair community. Like, um, I thought, you know, this is a community that's supposed to embrace all kinds of, uh, natural hair, no matter how tight the curls are or how loose the curls are. And so the story really touched me because I was like, wow, like you wouldn't even think that there would be discrimination within a community that's supposed to be filled with like, messages of empowerment and love and all these things so it was she really was kind of just uh pulling the curtains open for a lot of us to see what really goes on and so I had to sit and really uh reflect on her story and it made me think about how wow like the black woman with the kinkier hair is getting pushed to the back of the so-called natural hair conversation. And I am an advocate for natural hair. I wouldn't say I'm a part of the natural hair community <laughs> um, because I mean, it just doesn't really add up in my head, but I am definitely an advocate for natural hair for those who want to um, sort of embrace going natural. You know, I give some of my friends tips and stuff like that, but I also honor where um, everyone is at. I know that everyone is not, um, in the same place when it comes to their journeys with their hair. And I also acknowledge that it's a very, very, very difficult, um, extremely difficult uh, issue to come to terms with, especially as black women. You know, we're told to love ourselves. We're told to love our hair. We're told to do all these things. But very few people understand the complexities and why it is that we do what we do and what actually goes on inside. Um, so yeah, I kind of want to, I kind of wanted to talk about that and see how you all feel about the, um, the whole natural hair, um, conversation. Um, is it realistic? Is it valuable? Um, and do, do black men, do Sudanese men, do just black men in general sort of experience the same challenges with their hair, um, the way that women experience it? <clears throat> you know what I'm saying? Do they have those same challenges of like hiding their hair or being told to do something with their hair? Like, so that's a question that kind of came to mind. Um, do our brothers have the same issues with hair that we do? Um, so yeah, let me know what you guys think. Let me know if this is a topic that you want to hear more about. Um, if this is a conversation that's a little bit touchy and why. Um, but I'd love to hear your perspectives. Um, this is the end of the episode because I've got to run. But thank you all so much for tuning in. Thank you for continuing to 
support this podcast and support this personal growth community and um, just DMing me and sending me messages and uh, showing us love on YouTube. We really appreciate that. Um, stay tuned for uh, everything that we have in store for you um, for season two. Subscribe to our YouTube page and um, continue spreading love. Thank you so much again. Masalam. Until next time.